Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, April 17th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Stay-at-home orders for St. Louis City and County are in place indefinitely. Mayor Lida Krusen and County Executive Sam Page made those announcements yesterday. Both plan to reevaluate the orders in mid-May. Missouri's statewide stay-at-home guidelines will remain until May 3rd. Governor Mike Parson says he wants to start reopening the state's economy the next day. He believes Missouri is, quote, on the downward slope of the virus. Illinois is part of a multi-state collaboration to determine when economies should reopen. The governors of Michigan, Ohio, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Indiana, and Kentucky are all part of the pact. The collaboration will make plans based on facts, science, and recommendations from experts. The pandemic is leading to more adjustments at Metro Transit. It is temporarily suspending service on six bus routes starting Monday. Schedules will be revised for many others. Metro Transit says low ridership and, quote, fewer available workforce resources are some of the factors leading to these changes during the outbreak. You can add circus flora to the list of COVID-19-related cancellations in the St. Louis region. The 2020 season had been scheduled for June 4th through the 28th at the Big Top and Grand Center. It will be replaced with a virtual show June 4th. Here are the numbers. Illinois has recorded its highest daily death count from coronavirus. State health officials say 125 people died in a 24-hour period this week. The state has more than 25,700 positive results out of more than 122,000 tests. There have been slightly more than 1,000 deaths. Missouri health officials report roughly 5,000 cases. Out of more than 51,000 tests, there have been more than 150 deaths in Missouri. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue tells us about the additional challenges of having a baby during the pandemic. As we mentioned, Missouri's governor is extending the statewide stay-at-home order until May 3rd. That's a Sunday. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports Mike Parson wants to start reopening businesses the next day. Parson's current stay-at-home order was set to expire April 24th, but Parson says he thinks Missouri has reached its peak of coronavirus cases. He's cautiously optimistic the state is on a downward turn, but he's extending his statewide order. He says that's to ensure Missourians can get back to work on May 4th. The decision to move the date from the 24th and why we're going to the 3rd is simply to start preparing for for opening up the state of Missouri. In the next couple weeks, Parson says he plans to significantly expand testing capacity and protective equipment reserves, possibly expand healthcare systems capacity if needed, and improve the ability to predict potential outbreaks. He wants to do all of this by May 4th. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Non-essential businesses in St. Louis and St. Louis County will remain closed indefinitely as the region continues to battle the pandemic. Mayor Lida Krusen and County Executive Sam Page have extended stay-at-home orders and will re-evaluate them in mid-May. Krusen has added language recommending essential companies provide masks and other protective gear to their workers. The city also wants people to wear masks when out in public. 
A congressman in southeast Missouri says the decision to reopen the economy should be made at the local level. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. Representative Jason Smith says coronavirus is affecting different areas of the country with varying levels of intensity. The Republican from Salem says that means when to end stay-at-home orders and allow businesses to reopen can't be a federal or even state decision. What works in St. Louis County doesn't work in Phelps County. So I think that in reopening government and in all the decisions needs to be decided, that's what's closest to the people and that's what works best. Smith says rural areas with less dense population and few to no cases should be able to go back to normal sooner if the cities and counties think it's the right decision. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Advocates who work with domestic violence victims in St. Louis say the outbreak is contributing to abusive situations at home. They say families are under more stress and may be facing financial difficulties. Jessica Woolbright is the executive director of St. Martha's Hall, a shelter for abused women and their families in St. Louis. If there is already domestic violence occurring in the home and now he's not able to go to work or she's not able to go to work or the kids aren't able to go to school, you're just increasing the risk that something is going to happen. Wilbright says the virus does not cause domestic violence, but it is a contributing factor. She adds many women are not able to get into shelters because they are full or just not accepting any new residents. Pregnancy is challenging under normal circumstances. Having a baby comes with even more worry during this coronavirus outbreak. St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue reports women in the St. Louis area are rethinking their birth plans as local hospitals impose new restrictions. Amanda Brown was already anxious about being pregnant with her first child. She made sure to get her flu shot in the fall. She was extra careful to wash her hands this winter. She was worried about getting sick, even before the coronavirus exploded into a global pandemic. Now she's hardly leaving the house. She's avoiding her parents who live down the street in Florissant, and she sends her husband on errands that she would normally run. I was thinking today, my husband, he actually went out um, trying to find nursing bras for me, and (laughs) it's like, this would be so much easier if I could just go out myself and try them on. Brown's plans for having the baby have also been upended. She wanted her parents at the hospital, but only one person is allowed to go with her. She picked her husband. Given the health risks, she's not even sure when her parents will be able to be in the same room with the baby, even after the baby comes home. Instead of just being worried about, you know, whether I'm going to have a healthy baby and, you know, hoping that I don't have to have a C-section, now I'm worried about if, you know, one of us contracts the virus or my parents won't get to meet their first grandchild. Um, That's been really hard to come to terms with. There's not a lot of clarity about what impact coronavirus has on pregnant women and their babies. Dr. Alan Fisher is a maternal fetal specialist at St. Louis University School of Medicine. He says the virus hasn't been around long enough to collect good data. Well, I I think that we would love to have more. I would love to have more numbers to kind of see what has been done and what is truly the the epidemiology of this disease with pregnant women. Fisher believes hospitals continue to be the best place to give birth. They are the most equipped to handle complications from coronavirus. But some women are worried about catching the virus when they go to the hospital for their deliveries. 
so they are looking at alternative settings. Lisa Pontius is a certified nurse midwife and clinical director at the First Breath Birth and Wellness Center in O'Fallon, Missouri. They deliver babies at the center and in private homes. Pontius has seen a huge increase in interest in her services since the beginning of March. Almost all of the clients that are calling in larger volumes right now are is people that are wanting to transfer later in their pregnancy. So these are people that are 28 weeks and above. Pontius normally wouldn't take on clients so late into their terms, but she's making exceptions because of the coronavirus. She says for many women, it's important to have more than just one other family member or friend with them at the birth. Her center isn't restricting visitors like hospitals are right now. It was just like, oh, well, I can't have my doula or I can't have my photographer or I can't have my children and my husband all with me or it was more about the limitation of the numbers of visits. But births at the center or at home aren't practical for everyone. Pontius says her staff cannot handle a high-risk pregnancy. Those must be done at a hospital. The center also doesn't use pain medication or IV fluids during labor. It can also cost thousands of dollars more to give birth at home. Many insurance policies won't cover it. Brown, the woman who is due at the end of the month, says some of her friends and family have recommended she look into a home birth because of the coronavirus. But she doesn't feel comfortable with switching up her plan. She's due in just two weeks. That just doesn't feel like enough time to plan for something like that. That would be even more overwhelming, and I'm already pretty overwhelmed. Brown's also using the time stuck at home to get the nursery set up and clean the house before the baby comes. I'm Julie O'Donohue, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.